Ten years ago, the world of aviation was flabbergasted by an event that was later named the Miracle on the Hudson. That day, two airline pilots had to use the only runway they could safely reach for an emergency landing – the narrow expanse of the Hudson River in New York City. How could such a critical situation not take any human lives? Well, let's figure it out. On January 15, 2009, U.S. Airways Flight 1549 was a routine flight from LaGuardia Airport in New York to Charlotte Douglas Airport in North Carolina. The captain of the Airbus A320 was 57-year-old Chelsea Sullenberger, nicknamed Sully, an expert on aviation safety and a former glider pilot. Before joining civil aviation in 1980, he'd been a fighter pilot and served in the United States Air Force. By this fateful day, Sullenberger had already logged over 19,000 flight hours, including almost 5,000 in an A320. First officer was 49-year-old Jeffrey Skiles, with over 15,000 flight hours, although none of them were on an Airbus A320. Besides the two pilots, there were 150 passengers and three cabin crew members on board the plane. It's shocking how fast something so life-altering and scary can happen. One moment, the pilots fill their jet with fuel and the plane takes off. And just two minutes later, it loses all the engine power and is about to drop out of the sky. But wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. At 3.24 p.m., the pilots were all set and ready and the LaGuardia Airport control tower cleared the flight for takeoff. All the equipment worked without a flaw, and the weather was great, with 10-mile visibility that provided the cockpit crew with a breathtaking view of the Hudson. How could they know that very soon, the Hudson River would be their only hope for survival? In any case, that flight was just like any other routine and unremarkable flight Captain Sullenberger had flown in the past 40 years of his career. Well, certainly for the first 100 seconds. The cockpit crew spent this time gaining altitude and performing a series of necessary in-flight tasks. And then, abruptly, it happened. At 3.27 p.m., with the plane moving at 316 feet per second, Captain Sullenberger noted a flock of Canada geese just a moment before the plane struck the birds. Moving at such a high speed, at the altitude of 2,800 feet, the pilots could not avoid the collision. They could only stare helplessly at the large birds that filled their view. Then, the aircraft shuddered, and everybody inside heard rumbling sounds and deafening bangs coming from the engines. The passengers sitting in the window seats saw flames coming out of the engines, and then there was only a deafening silence and the gut-wrenching smell of fuel. Every person on the plane must have been thinking at that moment, it can't be happening to me. However, Sully didn't lose his presence of mind even after he realized that both engines had shut down. He understood there was no chance that the aircraft would end up somewhere on a runway undamaged. So, just seconds after the collision, Sullenberger sprang into action. He took over control while Skiles was trying to restart the engines. Unfortunately, his first attempt didn't bring any result. But then, the co-pilot managed to at least turn on the auxiliary power unit APU, without which, the aircraft would have been uncontrollable. The pilots wouldn't be able to go left or right, up or down, and the plane would be literally falling out of the sky. 
With the APU on, the plane was still climbing, but it was visibly slowing down. After reaching a height of 3,000 feet, the aircraft started a gliding descent while speeding up to 240 miles per hour. At 3.28 p.m., it had already descended 1,650 feet. The situation was dire and required immediate actions. Some 20 seconds after the plane lost its engine power, Captain Sullenberger sent out a mayday distress call. Hit the birds, no thrust in both engines, back to LaGuardia, was his desperate report. Air traffic controller Patrick Harden ordered the airport tower to halt all departures and told Sullenberger to head for runway 13. But the captain responded with only one word, unable. By that time, the experienced pilot had already realized that the plane wouldn't be able to make it back to the airport. He told Harden that they might end up in the Hudson. The air traffic controller couldn't believe his ears and didn't want to accept the terrifying truth. He tried to find a way to get the plane to the runway. But at 3.29 p.m., Sullenberger repeated his words, only this time he sounded even more sure. The plane was going to end up in the river. Even though Sullenberger had never performed such a maneuver before, he was ready to sacrifice the plane to save the lives of the passengers and crew. The only place in the densely populated New York metropolitan area that would be long, wide, and smooth enough to land a heavy plane descending at breakneck speed was the Hudson River. After realizing this, the captain spent the next three seconds, an extravagant amount of time in those circumstances, to make his only announcement. Sounding confident and calm, he said, This is the captain. Brace for impact. Immediately after this, he heard the cabin crew shouting commands to the passengers, telling them to brace and stay down. The pilots couldn't pay attention to anything but the descent. The plane flew less than 900 feet over the George Washington Bridge while the co-pilot was calling out the airspeed and altitude of the plane. The cockpit was filled with warnings repeated by a computerized voice. Terrain too low, too low. Caution terrain, pull up, pull up, pull up. And then, at 3.31 p.m., the plane skidded into the river. The impact was hard but the plane was afloat and miraculously intact. Almost in unison, the pilots exclaimed, it wasn't as bad as I thought. But naturally, that wasn't the end of the story. The crew had to evacuate people from a plane that was floating in the middle of the river. Once the plane stopped on the river surface, the cabin crew started the evacuation. Some of the passengers escaped to the plane's wings, others jumped onto rafts. Earlier, the air traffic controllers had contacted the Coast Guard and asked them to prepare for assisting with the rescue. That's why, just four minutes after the river landing, the first rescue boats began to arrive. But the situation was far from safe. One panicked passenger opened one of the rear doors, and the flight attendant couldn't manage to seal it again. Water started to fill the plane through this door, as well as through a hole in the fuselage. The water level was rising fast, and the cabin crew was urging the passengers to climb over the seats and move forward. It wasn't an easy feat, since one of the passengers couldn't move without a wheelchair. But eventually, after checking the cabin twice, Captain Sullenberger confirmed that everyone had evacuated. The Hudson water temperature was just 41 degrees Fahrenheit, 
and some people had to stand knee-deep in the water to be rescued, since some of the inflatable slides were partially submerged. Some passengers were standing on the wings, wearing life vests. Others, fearing that the plane would explode, swam away from it. In no time, rescue ferries began to take people aboard, starting with those who were crammed on the wings. The last person was evacuated at 3.55 p.m. It's said that when Sullenberger got to the ferry, he immediately called U.S. Airways, trying to inform them about the situation. However, the airline operations manager brushed him off, saying they had a more urgent issue with a plane down in the Hudson. I know it, the captain said. I'm that guy. No wonder this accident was named the miracle on the Hudson. Against all odds, it didn't end in a tragedy. Far from it, all the passengers and crew members were alive. There were only five serious injuries, and 78 people received some sort of treatment, mostly for hypothermia and minor injuries. The partially submerged plane was later brought to a pier in Lower Manhattan, four miles from the place where they'd landed. When the authorities investigated afterward, they tested whether it would have been possible for the plane to return to LaGuardia Airport safely. The answer was no. What's more, it turned out that even a 35-second delay would have killed all the people on board and even more on the ground in the attempt. Also, the ditching maneuver Sullenberger had performed was called the most successful in the history of aviation. On January 22, 2009, all the aircraft's crew members got master's medals, an award which is given very rarely and only for outstanding aviation achievements. Those who took part in the rescue operation were awarded as well. They got certificates of honor. In September 2016, people all over the world went to cinemas to watch the Warner Brothers movie Sully, Miracle on the Hudson, based on the events of that unique flight. Now, have you heard any other stories about planes landing in the water safely? Or some other miraculous landings? Let me know down in the comments. If you learned something new today, then give this video a like and share it with a friend. But hey, don't go anywhere just yet. We have over 2,000 cool videos for you to check out. All you have to do is pick the left or right video, click on it, and enjoy. Stay on the bright side of life.